Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. Hey friends, welcome back. For those of you that have been listening for a little bit, you know I have a course coming up. It is my the first course I'm teaching this year, and it's called The Modern Man's Call. It kicks off on May 25th, and in it, I'm going to use myth, and I'm going to use adventure, and I'm going to use psychology, and I'm going to break down the phases of masculine psychology all the way from the unindividuated man, that's the Peter Pan archetype who tends to live in perpetual fantasy and has trouble sort of manifesting anything of value in the world. And I'm going to move all the way from that spectrum through initiation all the way to the divine masculine. And what does that mean? And how do we embody that in our lives today? Now, the reason I'm so passionate about this work is a lot about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to kick today's show off with a quote by Michael Mead. His work has been really influential in my understanding of initiatory process and sort of what the function of that is in the masculine soul. And it is worth noting that what I'm going to talk about today is actually applicable for both men and women. But the reason I'm teaching it in the course only to men is because there's a very specific sort of hero myth that develops within masculine psychology and calls us to live out. And so I think in some ways, in order to become better together, we've actually got to create a container that allows us to uh, get better as individuals. So Michael Mead said, our job is not to comprehend or control everything, but to learn which story we are in and which of the many things calling out in the world is calling to us. Our job is to be fully alive in the life we have, to pick up the invisible thread of our own story and follow where it leads. Our job is to find the thread of our own dream and live it all the way to the end. So what rites of passages have typically been is a forced initiatory process, right? And so what that means is that you go through something arduous often, so arduous in fact, that what it forces you to do is leave behind everything that you're not, everything that's not going to serve you going forward. And so the idea that I want to posit to you today is that in the absence of this initiatory process, What we rely on in the modern world for initiation is our various life crises. We rely on the playbook, so to speak, actually just kind of falling apart, right? So you might imagine when you're going through school as a kid, like you're being indoctrinated into the way that you should be in society. And so for much of our lives, especially at the beginning, we're content to live by somebody else's playbook. And that's okay because we've got to learn how to be here. But then there comes a time where our subjective 
sense of the world and the things that make us us, the things that make us unique, aren't able to be expressed in the world that we're given, into the playbook that we're handed. And in that time, what happens is that it's often a crisis that creates the space in order for us to figure out that something else might exist. I've talked about this a bit on here on my own call to adventure, how you you reach this point especially in these rock bottom moments where you're holding up all of the broken pieces of your life and you're asking yourself, well, how do I, how do I proceed from here? And oftentimes what happens is especially, you know, this is, this is the sort of beauty and hell of rock bottom. It's definitely a paradox, but the fact is that it is hell. And because of that, because when things go wrong and, and if things continue to go wrong, you find yourself in a place where you can no longer lie to yourself about being content, about living by somebody else's playbook. And that starts your initiatory process into being an adult. And I said at the beginning of the show, it's our various life crises that can serve as an initiatory process into what, what's happening here is we're removing the veil of ignorance from the child, and then we're walking into the world as an adult. And it's interesting because in these rites of passages, you know, historically throughout time, it's normally something that everybody would be involved in. Right. Like all of the matriarchs and the women of the village would be involved in the same thing for the men and they would have different roles to play. And oftentimes the reason that is, is because, well, if you think about even as a boy developing into a man, you have to understand your relationship to the feminine. And so for the longest time, I thought that my special forces selection process created an initiatory process for me. And that's true, but it only initiates part, right? It's not meant to be the whole thing because a lot of times you come out of something like that with a good amount of ego inflation and things that aren't actually going to serve you going into adulthood. But what the cultures understood was that you absolutely could not have an uninitiated adult because then what you had is a child playing the role of an adult. And if you look around the world today, what we have are children playing the roles of adults. And so when you don't come to terms with how brutal the world can be, for example, you're likely to hurt more people because you you are living under the veil of ignorance and you don't think that what you are doing matters that much, right? If you don't see the role that you have to play within your culture, and this is one of the things that would often happen. Think about like the Native American vision quest, right? What happens in that is it's very arduous. So it's already starting to strip away everything that you're not, everything that's not going to serve you, all your entitlement, all your thoughts about why life should be easier or should be handed to you in some way, those start getting stripped away as you, you know, would wander off into the desert or into the mountains. And oftentimes what happens is then you would have this numinous moment where you would experience the transcendent reality. And what that does is it helps lead you and guide you into what you're here to do. So the role that you can actually play for the village, for the culture, for the nation. But we don't have any of that anymore. And so we rely on these crises to try to figure it out. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because if you find yourself in crises, which turns out you're going to, right? You don't, nobody gets all the way through life uninitiated. This um, 
happens sometimes like in really painful ways too. Like you think about, um, I think about Danielle, my fiance, one of her like really strong initiatory phases of life was when she was like betrayed by somebody that she loved. Like things like these crises, what they do is they force the veil of childhood off of our face, off of our eyes. And in many ways, that's what 2020 is. And I think that that's really interesting just because of the symbolism of 2020. Like we tend to talk about consciousness as if it's analogous with vision. If I explain something to you, you'll say, oh, I see, right? And so the interesting thing about that is that 2020 has shown us all of the, it's dredged all of this shit up that we've been content to overlook in the past. All of these problems that you're seeing on the news, systemic racism and all of the power dynamics that need to be changed, all of this stuff, right? It's all being shown to us. And when you find yourself in initiation, the way that you are is what matters the most. Like the disposition that you take toward your struggles is what matters and is what decides whether or not you get out of there as a more evolved version of who you were or uh, whether you crumble. And like in the past, you would just crumble and die, but we obviously don't live that way anymore. And so we have social safety nets and all of these things which is probably good, but it also means that there's nothing that says you have to initiate. There's nothing that says you have to become an adult here. You actually can just go around hurting people for your entire life and never face who you actually are. I think, unfortunately, deep down, you're going to know about it. And that's probably going to create a hell that I wouldn't wish on anybody. But the fact of the matter is that this sort of initiation, is, it's a bit more optional than it's ever been in the past. And so what I mean by the way that you are while you're in it is just the attitude that you take toward the things that you're struggling with. Do you run back and try to rebuild the life that wasn't working for you in the past that you didn't really like anyway? Um, do you shut it all out and just ignore it and numb it and just escape with whatever your favorite escapism is, porn, drugs, booze, whatever it is, food, work, exercise? Or do you acknowledge the pain of the situation and in that pain also realize the opportunity of the life that it's calling you toward? This is why I like this Michael Mead quote because he says, you know, you have to contend with this really loud world and then there's all this stuff making noise and you've got to figure out what it is that's calling to you. And one of the hallmarks of the child is that they actually just don't decide, right? This is the Peter Pan. This is the I want it all. I'm like not willing to sacrifice anything. And because of that, you never actually become anything at all. And so your job is to figure out what's actually calling to me. And so when you go through life crisis, the question is not, how do I make this pain go away? The question is, what is this trying to teach me? What is this exposing about my life? What parts of my life are not being satisfied that now I've got the opportunity to satisfy? If we choose not to ask ourselves those really tough questions and stand up amidst our various life crises, then what happens is we end up feeling as though we're living well, what we're doing. We end up feeling like we're living by somebody else's playbook. Like it's all uh, been a mistake in some ways. And it's the unfortunate part of that is that it's not, that's not how it works at first. At first, you get what you want. You ease your suffering. 
Like, for example, maybe your parents have a certain way that they want you to live, and they probably do. And so the most pressure in the world is to actually conform to what they want, because then you get to go to the part where you sort of abdicate responsibility for your life. Like you can say, oh, it's their fault. I didn't turn out like a, you know, it's their fault that something's wrong. And at the same time, you've got them there. And so it's really hard to be the one that decides to sort of step out of that Eden and decide that you're going to take on the responsibility that your life is actually calling you toward. But again, in the absence of these rites of passages where you would have been prepared for this your whole life and where you would have gone through it, now you're sort of thrown into the wild in the midst midst of a crisis and you've got to learn to get yourself out. But we can end up spending a long time in our lives waiting on a ship without realizing that we're the captains. That is what these crises are asking of us. That's what initiation is. It's realizing that you've got the resources within yourself to become the person that you're here to be. How could it be any other way? How could somebody else have the answers for who you're here to be? It doesn't make any sense at all. The problem is the smallest parts of us are always content to live by somebody else's playbook. So I just say that because if you find yourself in crisis in any way, what's happening is that the world is asking you, inviting you, giving you an opportunity to evolve. And if you want to get deeper into the specifics of that and what that means for men and masculine psychology, I would love to have you in the Modern Man's Call. I hope you guys enjoyed this one and I hope it gave you some things to think about because you know the truth is we're going to go through these things anyway. Like we're all going to go through life crises. And so realizing that that is your opportunity to become more of who you're here to be, less of what keeps you from being the person you're here to be. Well, that can be an immensely beneficial way of viewing our crisis. So yeah, we're going to go through them anyway. Anyway, I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.